Hold on, we gonna run that back. They didn't even do the lights. Now, now we can start. My bad. I know that's going to look crazy on Spotify. I'm going to hear it from them. Definitely going to hear it from them. This will be the last time that we do them long intros because of Spotify. I got to figure out how I'm going to uh, go around that. Anyway, what's up? What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to the Kasabian Lavo Show. And if Loner, if you're calling me the GOAT, thank you. I am far, I believe, very, very far from, from GOAT. But um, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I think I got some good mentors that put me on, you know what I'm saying? The, the hip-hop step pod father. He thinks he's the originator, but it's all right. We're going to let him, you know. You got to rub your hands together. It's proper potty kit. All right, y'all. It's Wednesday. Hump day. I don't do that. That's so stupid. But it's Wednesday. Let's have uh let's have some good conversations today. Hey, why is everybody picking on Hannah Baker? And also, not only the Hannah Baker thing, but the McDonald's Sprite. Like, either McDonald's is like ran by evil geniuses, or they really rope a dope, y'all. That was a good one today. We'll talk about Floyd Mayweather. He was on a podcast. I've never seen his podcast, but I'll definitely check it out. I've only seen clips, and I got these two stories from separate uh news entities. But they're, de- they're about Floyd in the same um, same pod that he was on. We'll talk about Logan Paul suing him. And also, he speaks on his daughter and, you know, him being a grandfather, which is dope that Floyd, uh, you got to see him with his grandbaby, too. It's the most awesome thing ever. Um, a pastor got fired for not doing the right um, phrase. I'm not sure. I'm not. Uh, uh, we'll talk about it. But y'all not going to heaven. So we're going to talk about why not. And we got to talk about Trey songs. This shit just keeps on happening. And now it's just becoming, you know, either this is a a hit piece on him. I don't even understand what, what the hit piece would be on because what, what is he doing? There's no new music. There's no movies. Like, what's happening? This continues to occur. And I think that we need to speak about it. And we definitely need to, I mean, let's get an end to this. Like, can we get our Kelly back? I'm sorry. Was that insensitive? I'm sorry. That might have been insensitive. I apologize. A firefighter got arrested in Vegas for pushing P. So that's why today's episode is called Pushing P because he he said he wasn't pushing P. He was just from from Vegas. That's it. But he's definitely pushing P. That's hilarious. You a firefighter? What's wrong with you? You're a firefighter. It's a little different starting a show like that without telling y'all about the intro. But we will still be recording briefly until like I, I, uh, I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to use that soundboard that we uh we had before and i just don't like it because i start to play with it like a little kid and i'll be all over the place you're gonna be in this motherfucker like joe button just making random noise that's what i did i think the first time i had it i started pushing rap just random buttons and shit and it, it didn't go well it didn't go well at all but let's record let's get into this i don't even have a good joke oh the fact that danny lay's brother feels like he could sue that's what the joke of the day is like it wrote itself wrote itself hit me you can't hear the music if you're watching you can't hear the music you can't hear the claps can't hear a couple things unfortunately i can't stream that so you would have to listen to it head over to spotify apple Podcasts, google audible everywhere the podcasts are heard you can hear the intro song well you can't hear the intro song now can you (sighs) spotify hey i'm sure y'all can just hear me breathing (laughs) Somebody go down tonight. Ryan alone. 
That boy Wayne. It's Kasabian. Kasabian Live O What's going on, beautiful people? Said it's Kasabian Live O What's going on, beautiful people? Oh, that was abrupt. That was very abrupt. I'm trying to do an intro here. My name's Kasabian Lavo, now be your host, live from Las Vegas. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. If this is your first time here, you couldn't hear that music, that's okay. You got to listen to it when you listen to the pod and not watch the pod. And everybody else has been here. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Go get you a water and sit down. Let's talk about it. Uh, I'll be your host with talent on loan from God. Behind this microphone is where I'm most comfortable. Honestly, when I have a different show where there's no microphone, I got to come up with something. But I like being behind the microphone. It's very hip-hop-esque. Matter of fact, let's talk about hip-hop. I am hip-hop. Like, I don't know what the fuck you thought. And I'm sorry, this is for nobody and everybody at the same time. I made a post about where hip-hop began Excuse me, began in the Bronx. I got indigestion. Indigestion and hiccups, I'm sorry. Hip-hop began in Cedric Ave in New York City in the 70s with Puerto Ricans and blacks together. We came, we were just poor kids, and we came up with hip-hop. Dance, graffiti. I mean, it's a whole culture. MCs, rapping. If you lived it, you understood what hip-hop means from just inception to now. Hip-hop is hip-hop. When I make a post, I don't need nobody to validate my fucking post. Like, bro, you're two years older than me. You don't know more about hip-hop than me. There's nothing about hip-hop I need to learn. Like, what? That that is beyond me. It's asinine. I have lived my entire life living off of hip-hop. You are a visitor at best. Stop, bro. Stop. Like... I know everything, and my mother was a fucking rock steady. My family was was a part of the fucking Hughes like lineage, bro. From the Chinglings to the Hughes boys to Hughes girls. Are you crazy? Like my family's as hip hop as it gets. And then me myself, motherfucker, I've been living off of hip hop music for the past twenty some odd years. That shit was crazy to me. Like I can't believe we had a whole conversation over the fact that, like, you felt like you. And then I told dude, like, bro, that shit pissed me off. Just being honest. It's like, I feel disrespected. I'm not tolerating it. And I told him, and he got in his feelings. And I said, you could be in your feelings, but I'm mad, bro. Like, I'm literally telling you, this is pissing me off. I don't need you to validate me. I don't ain't no. There's nobody in this motherfucking world besides, like, one of the fucking, like, originators of hip-hop. That I mean, what are you going to teach me? Like, and if I don't know it, please teach me. But don't have somebody just validate. Like, he just validated for me. And then, oh, yeah, what he's trying to say. Or, yeah, he's right. Like, what do you mean? I know I'm right. There was no question. I don't even mean to rant. I want to talk about that house that was bought as an NFT, but we haven't really gotten to it. And there's more to it. And they're selling a condo now. And it's going crazy. And this is exactly why I said I wanted to get, you know, out of my, my Realtors Association situation because this NFT thing is going to be bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. And NFT house buying is going to be huge. Huge. All right. But, um... Why is the internet talking about Hannah Baker? Y'all, Hannah Baker is not going to be a Euphoria. I still haven't watched Euphoria. Maybe I'm wrong. If y'all think I should watch Euphoria, put it. I'm going to make a poll. Head over to Spotify or Apple and answer the poll. And then rate the podcast, too. Give us a five-star. Like, whoever gave me a two-star, thank you. You're dead to me. But I'm sorry. But, <sighs> okay. Would Hannah Baker make it in Euphoria? Probably not. Was Hannah Baker a drug addict like all these other... Like, from what I hear from Euphoria, because I don't know. I'm just talking shit. You got a bunch of crazy-ass kids with a lot of money that do drugs, and they fuck a lot, right? So it sounds like Kids, the movie that I grew up on, a movie that literally tailored my whole life because it scared the shit out of me. Watching Kids in the 90s and then being told that I would either catch AIDS, get a girl pregnant, or go to jail for raping a girl just because I was a boy in the ghetto scared the fuck out of me. Then watching the movie Kids literally show you every depiction of that was, again, terrifying. On top of spreading AIDS amongst a group of friends, scary as shit. Now, I'm not sure if that's what's happening in Euphoria, nor am I going to act like I know what's happening in Euphoria. I've just heard it. My only problem with Euphoria is the idea of sexualizing high school kids when we have such a, from what I see, it seems like we have like a fucking epidemic of like gross dudes that chase young girls and... I don't want to glorify this. On top of everybody there is grown, and you could have made it in a college. Like, 19, 20, 21-year-olds is still salacious, but at least there's more legality behind it. I hope I'm right. I hope I'm not, yeah, I'm not over-sexualizing it. From what I've heard, 
There was a bunch of uh, of sexualization in the beginning uh, season, the first season of women, and in the second season, it's been a bunch of dudes. Cool, whatever. You guys are all equal. Whoop de whoop. It's still high school. Like I don't think y'all should be looking at high school titties or high school dicks. You're too grown for that shit. Like we grew up on Saved by the Bell and the Power Rangers. They weren't fucking each other on drugs and shit. And the one girl from Saved by the Bell was addicted to caffeine pills. Like it wasn't even a real addiction. But whatever. I guess that's a real thing. Anyway. Leave Hannah Baker alone, because 13 Reasons Why was actually a really, really good storyline and until, like, the second and third season. But it started off so good. Like, they wrote the fuck out of that uh, show. And, I mean, Hannah Baker, the character, I think was bigger than the whole show after the first season because you almost fell for the, the t- this is your tape. It was so deep. I don't know if Euphoria's got a this is your tape moment, but if it does, I would love to know. Put me on. Again, put me on. Y'all got to put me on. That's what I said. See, that's what you see. Okay, the chat agrees. It's I don't think sexualization of children should be something that we should accept because I mean it causes problems. You can't, it's not acceptable. We just can't. Like, I have daughters and I have sons. Like, we're gonna talk about Trey Songs and his sexual allegations. This is becoming an issue. Like, we need to definitely work on being better people. And it should start with our entertainment. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, so Danny Lay's brother. I need like a chong chong to then switch to what well, once I guess I might have to use the board. I'll do it. I get we'll put it like right here and then I'll fucking hit the buttons and shit. Um Danny Lay's brother, what's his name? Pigtail Billy. Pigtail Billy decided that he's gonna sue the baby because he was just at the bowling alley and he was like, Hey, what's up, bro? You're my brother in law. Give me five and give me a hug. No, you didn't, but alright. That's what he's saying. He walked up to him and then he was just assaulted. Like, we didn't watch the tape where you ran up and you was like, yo, what's popping? And then the baby was like, hey, yo, bro, not here. And he's like, nah, but let's catch that fair one. Beep, bop, boop, bop, beep, bop, beep, bop. And they slid his ass down that bowling alley three or four times, waxed the fuck out the floor. That whole shit. Yeah, he said he just went over there to say hello because that's his brother in law. That's his brother. They beep, bop that mother. Bro, he got molly whopped. I haven't seen somebody get mollywopped. Like, I saw him get his pigtails pulled, and somebody went like this and spun punched him in the fucking head. Like, who the fuck spin punches you? Who has the time to hold you by your ponytail and then spin punch your ass in the bowling alley? TMZ didn't report that your head got knocked off your body twice, and then you walked out with him like y'all was still homies. He's like, yo, we good? Hey. Fight me again, bitch. And the dude turned around and said, shut up. Boom. Bust him in his head. And he sat down. It was like, said, hey, hold on. Can I ride with y'all? I caught an Uber here. Can I get a ride back? Yeah, he wants to sue. Y'all saw him get the braids knocked off his head. They knocked the Dominican smooth out of his hair that night, bro. All the tree flowers got knocked all over the fucking lane. He got mollywopped in real life. And now he wants to sue. That's your brother-in-law, bro. Take the L and sit your ass down. Sit down. I've had problems with uh, my old lady's fucking family. Hey, man, you got to put your dick beaters up, man. You got to, if you take the L, take the L. But that shit was embarrassing, bro. Stop. And I'm only now I'm talking shit about you because you suing like a bitch. Go get a job. Cut that shit out. So Logan Paul suing Floyd Mayweather. Why? Why? What's the point? You signed a contract. Chill. Chill. I love how Floyd approached it. Floyd was on a podcast. I didn't see this podcast. I'm not even familiar with it. Maybe the audience is the Pivot Podcast. It seems to be a sports podcast. I'm not into sports, so you'd understand why I wouldn't be familiar with the pod. And uh, they had Floyd on, and I have two different stories about Floyd. One of them was about uh, his daughter and his grandson and his uh, son-in-law, and then this one was about him and Logan. I think this one's interesting because (laughs) Floyd's phrasing of why Logan is suing him is because, well, table's on the other side, right? Usually, the white man is fucking over the black man. And in this situation, Floyd basically implemented, well, black man is now fucking the white man. Go for it, Floyd. Do what you got to do. I find it funny that Logan Paul thought that business with Floyd Mayweather was going to be business in his favor. No. Business with Floyd Mayweather goes smooth and calm for Floyd Mayweather. Not you. Not at all. Excuse me, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Money Mayweather, you know, that guy. He knows how to make shit run smooth for himself. 
not for you. On top of the amount of money that was made and generated during that fight, I do believe that Floyd is making valid points as to why you haven't been paid. But we'll get into the podcast that he was on. And I got okay, whatever. I got the uh, I got the article out of a uh, sports bible. I figured if I was gonna get a sports podcast take, let me get it from them. But they just quoted what Floyd said. Uh, from the Pivot Podcast, Floyd Mayweather has urged Logan Paul to show some patience and says it'll take a while, just a while, for the YouTuber to receive the rest of his money for their summer fight. This comes to the territory, uh, Floyd says to Pivot Podcast. To them, this is real money, and I like YouTubers. The money on the back end, though, from a pay-per-view, that takes a while. Nothing comes right away. I'm still collecting checks from fights seven, eight years ago. They just hate, and this is when he said, with you know, now the tables are turned. They just hate when the tables are turned. Be happy with the biggest payday you ever got in your life. I agree with Floyd. I think that Logan is jumping the gun and making this uh, uh, a situation for him to just, you know, <coughs> he's a marketing genius, so he's going to promote something else through this. He's got that water going on right now. His podcast, it looks like they're like slowly ramping that back up. So, it's funny. I think all content creators came into 2022 like, we're going to rock tits and we're going to do shows every fucking day. And it hasn't not been that. It, it hasn't not been that. It has been slow motion the whole way. It has not been good at all. That shit is, <laughs> I think everybody was like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to run the world, Pinky. Nah, not even close. Uh, also, in that podcast, I pulled this one from Complex, uh, but it was Floyd on that podcast where he spoke about his grandkid, his child, and NBA young boy. I was going to say something else about the grandbaby. I just love Floyd with his grandbaby. I thought it was like the sweetest thing to see him with his grandbaby. I'm older now. I don't have any grandkids. I don't plan to have grandkids anytime soon, but I cannot control that. I've just done my best as a parent and hoping that I controlled that. I just had a friend of mine tell me he's a grandfather. Blew my fucking mind two times. I was like, oh, shit, we're there. So I I, uh, I think it's dope to watch Floyd with the baby, especially knowing what Floyd can do with his hands and the type of person that he is. Never seen him as a father because when he was a father, he was, you know, like prime fighter. So now he can be a grandfather and be, uh, you know, almost a peaceful, docile fucking animal because Floyd is still good with the hands. Um, see, I'm proud of my daughter, even though she's a little young to have a baby. She's 21 and she'll be 22 this year, but I'm proud of her. I'm proud of NBA Youngboy. Very, very talented young kid. One of the biggest artists as far as in music. He's got a cult following. I look at him just like one of my sons. I only want the best for him, and I don't want anyone to have beef with him. Hey, that beef, excuse me, I made that wrong. I don't want him to have beef with anyone. Beg pardon. I like that. I like that Floyd is like, yo, I'm, I'm rocking with him because his daughter definitely has a relationship with him, and you don't hear him talk about it. And I've been curious. I'm nosy because... I don't know how I'm supposed to act when my daughters get boyfriends that might be in the industry or of some type of popular degree. It, you know, I don't know. That shit, it, it's, it's just something you got to learn by observing. Uh, Mayweather then says, so many young rappers are dying young, uh, reiterating that he's proud of young boy and his daughter. Uh, later, Mayweather said uh, he's going to continue to push young boy to achieve what he describes as greatness. I'm going to continue to, uh, in quotes, I'm going to continue to push him and push her both of them. To greatness, he said, adding that he loves his grandson, who's just like his mom. I think it's the sweetest fucking thing to see Floyd and the kid. But who's old? Floyd ain't that old. Anyway, uh, it's awesome to see what's going on with that. I'm glad Floyd came out. And Floyd was, uh, he's well-spoken. I think Floyd has been taking his uh, education a little serious, uh, a little more serious, I should say. Now that he's older, it just seems like he, he has more time to himself. And he's able to do, uh, to do some, some things uh, to better himself. I was saying earlier today, uh, oh, well, shit, we'll get into that when we talk about Trey. When we talk about Trey. Damn, am I bleeding? My bad. I thought I was literally just having a nosebleed. That shit happens all the time, y'all. So if it does happen, don't freak out. Just just know that I let, I had one earlier. Oh, I'm old as fuck. Fuck you, I'm only 35. I ain't old like that. Don't play me. It's hot. That's why I'm worried about nosebleeds right now because I can feel it coming. And I'm sorry if I keep looking, but it might happen. So if y'all see me split, that's why. Fucking nosebleed. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. <laughs> microphone. Okay. I'm not uh I'm not a religious person. I believe in, in, in all the gods. I believe in different things. And I'm 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 as well versed as a Puerto Rican can be that grows up with his grandparents about Jesus, Jesus Christ, and all the uh, the, the workings of the religion 
in that fashion. Now, I don't I don't think I was baptized. If I was, my bad, because I'm pretty sure I'm not following any of the rules. I'm not even sure if I... I don't know. I don't know what my status is. I don't know if I got the password. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed in the club. But from what this story says, that the Catholic priest in Arizona has definitely done a oopsie-daisies, and this oopsie-daisies is going to cost your way into heaven. Ain't that sucks, because this dude's been doing this since 1995. So if you're older and you're like a born-again Christian and he baptized you, you're not going to heaven, fool. Jesus Christ! You remember you know that guy from Victory Outreach? If this guy was your, your priest, it's a rap, son. He missed the code by one word. Now you're not allowed in the church, or excuse me, in heaven. Stories from NPR. A Catholic priest in Arizona has resigned after he was found to have performed baptisms incorrectly throughout his career, rendering the rite invalid for thousands of people. Can't go to heaven. You gotta stay home now. The Catholic Diocese of Phoenix announced on its website, first off, why do they have a website? And I almost said, what the hell do they have a website for? But I know I can't really do that because that's not right. Why do they have a website? Uh, on its website, that is determined after carefully studying the Reverend Andres Arango had used the wrong wording in baptisms performed until June 17th, 2021. He had been off by a single word. Holy hell. What took so long? Who didn't double check his work? During baptism in both English and Spanish, Arango used the phrase, we baptize you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He should have said, I baptize you. The diocese explained. You see, this is where my ignorance will kick in. What's the difference? The diocese spokesperson, Katie Burke, told NPR over an email that Arango is believed to have used the incorrect wording since the beginning of his priesthood in 1995. In quotes, I don't have an exact number of people affected, but we believe that the numbers are in thousands. I don't understand how it went on for so long and why nobody corrected him. Do, do they not do like workshops? Don't they work with each other? Do they not talk to each other? So how does this all work? Can somebody help me figure that out? That was my thing. But you're not allowed to go into heaven. And that sucks. I know. I know. It's all bad. It's definitely all bad. So, man, okay. Trey Songs has been accused of sexual, uh, of, of negative sexual allegations many, many times. Um, sexual assault, excuse me, allegations many times. Too many times. I don't talk about them. Excuse me, I really try to avoid them because sometimes they're just allegations, but it keeps on happening. And like, we have to talk about it. This shit is nasty behavior, and I don't know if it's real or if it's people that just have a you know an agenda to go and destroy them. But my thing is, what are they destroying? Like, what is the purpose? Uh, let's see. I have sons and I have daughters. When it comes to sexual encounters, uh, respect is key, and no is no, and that goes for both my sons and my daughters. If uh, your partner says no, then it's no and you back off. And that's it. No questions asked. There's no in between. There's no need. Um, make sure that you are both on the same level. Uh, try to avoid intoxication until you know you're both comfortable with even being around each other intoxicated. Don't ever cross lines. Be very direct as to what you want to do and, and you know what your purpose is. Don't bullshit. Ain't no need. Hey, this is what we're doing and let's do it. Um, these allegations always seem to be at a party. That's what fucks me up. Like, what parties are they going to that this shit just happens in? Because I've been to parties. And I don't remember going to too many parties where you just randomly start, you know what I mean, fucking in the hallway or something or just, like, trying to take some ass. That's weird to me. It's not cool to me. And it doesn't sound like it's a party. It may be, like, some private shit at the crib. And it turns into this. At first, I thought maybe Trey was just a smooth dude and he would, you know, have his sexual uh, encounters with these women and they would fall in love. And that was just me. And I'm just I, I, might, I might be ignorant. I'm not taking away from anybody that has any legitimately real sexual um, assault uh, or has had. Uh, I hate talking about this stuff because I don't even know how to approach it. All I'm saying is that I thought that Trey Songz was maybe just 
like one of those dudes that told women everything they want to hear, but he never gave it to them. And because he's Trey Songs, he can kind of give them a different aspect of life that might have convinced him that it might have been deeper than what it really was. And in reality, he was just doing that just to fuck them. That doesn't take away from anybody that has had to deal with any type of sexual assault. Like, I'm not taking away from anything. Even if, you know, you were found out to be uh, not guilty, guilty, or it wasn't, whatever the case is, I'm not here to take away from nobody's nothing. I'm specifically speaking about this person and this situation and what I thought was going on. And that was one of the bigger reasons why I didn't even want to speak on it. We had... A lo- See, here in Vegas, it seems like it's happened a few times, and we had a, a local basketball star speak on Trey with the same thing. Rape, 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 rape. Uh, and I'm sorry for using that word. Trigger warning. I won't use it again. But nonetheless, that's – it's just it, too many times for it to be a coincidence or we're not going to speak on it. So this shit has to stop. I don't know if it's an R&B curse where R&B dudes are just destined to be nasty or – if it's legitimately just like just sick behavior that we haven't been able to fix. But this is my problem with shit like euphoria when you're showing grown ass men, young girls in salacious fashion. See what I'm saying? And no, it's not acceptable behavior. No, you're not allowed to grope a woman because of the clothing she wears. You're not allowed to judge her because of the clothing she wears. And as a matter of fact, you are allowed to judge, but you shouldn't judge out loud, nor should you be prejudiced or even negative towards the person like, hey, I don't give a shit what she looks like or what she's wearing. You can compliment her in your head or you could be a man and say, how you doing? You look very nice. Like a gentleman, not like an asshole and say, hey, yo, shorty, I'm trying to clap your cheeks. And it might work for some dudes. Don't get me wrong. But nonetheless, don't be an asshole. Don't be lewd. There's so many ways to approach these situations. And I just don't feel like I have to teach y'all how to fucking court people. But this isn't the way, right? And one time, we might bat an eye on it. Two times, we start asking questions. Four or five times, famous celebrity women have come out and said that this is a problem. Many, many, many people have come out and said this is a problem. This is a thing. TMZ had the story. There was an update almost 10 minutes after the story came out. So I'm going to give you some of what they said because I'm not going to get into the details. Uh, The victim is a Jane Doe, doesn't want to give her real name, and will tell you what Trey Song's people said. So TMZ, uh, at 5.11 p.m., Trey Song's allegedly anally raped a woman at a house party. This according to a new lawsuit. Why? My bad, y'all. The the teleprompter ain't moving. No. (laughs) Trey Song's allegedly anally raped a woman at a house party. This according to a new $20 million lawsuit. The singer's being sued by Jane Doe, who says she had a consensual consent consensual sexual relationship with Trey Songs before the alleged rape on March 24, 2016, when she claims he suddenly turned into a savage rapist. According to the lawsuit obtained by TMZ, the woman claimed Trey invited her to a house party in L.A. where he invited her upstairs for what she believed would have been consensual, consensual sex. Instead, she claims Trey repeatedly asked her if he could get that ass on the way up the stairs, to which she repeatedly told him, no, stop asking. And that's my point. Once Shorty says no, just let it go. Stop pushing the button. There's no need. Y'all not even in a deep relationship like that. Y'all was just fucking chill, bro. The update came at 6.01, so about an hour and change later. In a revised statement, a rapper Trey Songz told TMZ earlier today, an attorney who drafted the suit was credibly accused of trying to pay women to falsely accuse Trey hours later. What? No way. My bad, I didn't even read the other half of this story. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That same attorney filed the suit on behalf of an anonymous client. It isn't hard to see what's happening here, and it's a shame It's a shame for genuine victims of sexual assault. The rep added these allegations in this complaint are false. Trey looks forward to having the facts fully aired. Okay, so this attorney was caught paying a woman, or was tampering with, uh, tamper? Really? This might be deeper than... Hold on, y'all. This might be a little bit deeper than what I... I didn't even take that into consideration. So whoever the attorney is, he's apparently has a record already with Trey Songs, And it seems like... You see? You see? That's why I hate talking about this. Nonetheless, let me reiterate my point. Young men, young women, old men, old women, whatever the case is, consensual is consensual. Don't push. No is no. Walk away. Stop the bullshit. 
Go home and here, the safest way to have sex is uh, masturbate. Just leave people to fuck alone. If you have to forcefully do that, honestly, you, you might need to reevaluate yourself and you, you need help, especially with shit like this. But now with the whole attorney being, see, and it takes from real victims. And I understand that that's why this gets so touchy. Uh, this sucks. I'm just tired of hearing it with Trey. I hope uh, I hope it comes to an end. And, you know, I'm, I'm not putting the blame on anybody. I just want all the young women to be protected. I have daughters, bro. This shit makes me nervous as fuck. I hate reading these stories. Um, This story is uh, very... This story is different. This is definitely a Vegas story. A firefighter. <laughs> a born and raised Vegas firefighter has been fired and arrested for pimping he was pushing p all right this is from ktnv uh here in las vegas a firefighter faces a fennelly <laughs> felony pandering charge after police say he was working as a pimp on the las vegas strip during the nhl all-star and nfl pro bowl weekend we had both at the same time it was pretty hectic there was mad 403s all over the place so if you know the 403 is there was everywhere every Authorities say Travion Denzel Evans allegedly tried to recruit a woman that, to work as a prostitute on February 4th at Planet Hollywood Hotel and Casino. The woman turned out to be an undercover police officer. The report alleges Evans told the undercover, undercover officer she needed to make no less than $1,000 a night. And she told, yo, hold on. <laughs> He's bold. Uh. And uh, he told her he lives in Las Vegas his whole life and has hookups who would be willing to pay for whatever sexual acts. It goes on to say that Evans suggested the officer go with him to Los Angeles uh, with him for Super Bowl weekend because she would make a lot of money. During an interview with the police, Evans said he was not a pimp. He's just familiar with the lifestyle because he grew up in Vegas. I think he was pushing P. I think that was literally pushing P. And shout out to whoever the cop was that was playing on the cover. She did that thing. That's nuts. I would like to know what she looks like. I'm curious because that's the type of person I am. And she's a cop, so she obviously makes good money. Uh, this guy is funny. Yeah, he's definitely a pimp. I just, I'm not going to put it on him. I'm just saying it's, it's pimp-ish. A uh, thousand is a little short. Um, but who am I? I don't know. I'm trying to buy the brothel. I would rather do it legally. What's funny to me is that they said he actually worked for the school district before this. And the only reason I said it's funny is because they obviously don't vet people that work for the school district. And at, the, at this moment in time, we literally have janitors and uh, bus drivers subbing. So let that sink in when uh, your firefighter pimps over here are fucking janitors at the school and they're, you know, side pimping. I don't even know. I don't know. Like, what is Vegas coming to? Like, how did you get caught, dog? This is insane. And then, like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm not a pimp. I just grew up in Vegas. That's, like, the most pimp shit to say. All right. Uh, our last story for today is coming out of Florida. So, I've always been... I'm open for the discussion. Never not open for the discussion. I just feel like age-appropriate discussions should be had in the correct places. When it comes to school... There's a lot of things that I'm not okay with schools teaching, and I definitely believe that parents are the first and the last to have the decisions on what their kids learn and don't learn. I don't think, first and foremost, the school system isn't as good as they make it seem. As a matter of fact, one would say the school system averages a lot worse than people that drop out. <laughs> Excuse me. Just being honest. So parents should have first, middle, and last say-so as to what their kids learn and don't learn when it comes to the recent change of events and how freely we speak about sexuality and the LGBTQ inclusion. We have to understand the difference between, you know, having conversations where kids can express themselves because they may be lost. And then almost <clears throat> this is another touchy subject. Um, you're almost raising people's kids. And I don't think that's OK. Speaking on sexual acts should be, at least sexuality, should be talked about during puberty. And it should be talked about in a health class, not in just a general class. Uh, picking gender and things of that nature, I don't, have a, I don't have an opinion on that. I believe in science. I'll leave it at that. My kids know 
what they know. And that's what we teach in my home. And that is my home, my right, my kids. My kids don't discriminate on whatever you teach your kids. But I don't want them in school having this conversation anyway. If my child feels that they're maybe confused or that they're having some type of experience in their life that they aren't necessarily comfortable speaking with us, their parents about, I would love for them to let us know so we can help and get them with somebody. But I don't think that just going around, this is my opinion only as a parent, I don't think going around schools teaching kids sexual acts because honestly, listen, when it comes to partnership and relationships, I don't believe that you should put a title on it. And that's what equal means. Okay. Your partner is your partner. If let it be two men, two women, two trans people, two non-binary people, whatever the case is, uh, relationships are relationship. How that relationship is approached. Well, then it's just broken down to biologically and, and emotionally, right? If, um, you want to create a child and you're in a heterosexual relationship, this is how that would go. If you are in a homosexual relationship, you know, that there would be a whole different class as to how their reproduction would be. Um, trans would have to have that too. That's the only way you make things equal or we don't talk about it. Maybe it's not the subject that should be taught in school because I don't like, I don't discriminate against the kids that the LGBTQ kids aren't, bad kids for for having different feelings or or or, you know being in um damn it's so hard because i i i don't have a lgbtq child right but i would want my child to be safe i would want my child to not be bullied and i want my child to be included in everything so how do we make this uh, I, i want inclusiveness for the child i just feel like you're ostracizing the child when you do shit like this do you understand what i'm saying by teaching these things in the school, one, I think you're just you're starting an initiative that I don't think is healthy because you have other people teaching your children about themselves. And most of you teachers aren't even old enough to teach yourself things like let's be one thousand. Like that's my bit. Like I, Honestly, just the school system itself is just not good. I don't trust these people. I don't think you should be a teacher if you're under the age of 30 years old. Thirty five, preferably. I'm serious. I think teachers should start teaching at 35. You should not be a teacher under 30 years old. There's too many teachers uh, getting caught having sex with students. These teachers push their their uh, political agendas and their emotional agendas on our children because they're too young. They don't understand that their job is just to teach. They take the job and they feel like their job is to imply the, or is it imply or implicate their life and their ideology on your children. And that's not right. That's not right at all. If you're under the age of 25, you shouldn't be able to teach. Your frontal lobe isn't even connected. I don't even think you have the ability to be a good teacher until you're 30, 35 years old. So when these legislations start coming up, you have to worry. But parents are gathering. Parents are speaking. And I think the best solution would be remove it out of school completely. I don't even think this should be spoken about. Or probably have it almost sign up. Like when we took health class, they sent, you know, the form home. Hey, look, they're going to be talking about their sexual reproduction. They're going to be talking about their sexual organs. We're going to teach them about all this in class. Uh, Do you want your child to do it? Yes or no. And then I think it should be the same thing. Hey, we're going to have a class for this, 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 this. And we'll keep it discreet. Figure out how to make it so that nobody even knows which class you took. You learn what you learn. And then I don't know how you, I mean, do you teach in vitro? Do you teach adoption? Do you teach, um, you know, I, I, there's so much. There's so much. I just don't even think that school's where that needs to be taught. I think that kids are already being not taught enough information that when things like this come up, it's just like, well, I, the best solution is just pull out. Just just pull out. We shouldn't have this conversation in school. It's sexuality. It's a private thing that you do at home. Nobody should know who or how or what you're doing behind closed doors. And it definitely shouldn't be spoken about with teachers. Sorry, I'm just not okay with that. But let's get into the story. Another one from NPR. Uh, proposed legislation in Florida will restrict how teachers can discuss sexuality and gender in the classroom. Supporters say the measures and powers. Let me say something. I took out a part of that first uh, paragraph because it was just very biased. They said that the right was trying to push this. I don't agree. I'm just reading what it is. All their extra sassiness, I'm not talking about. 
supporters say the measure empowers parents who deserve to have a say in their children's learn. Okay. Uh, but critics who've dubbed the proposal the don't say gay bill argue that it will strip protection from LGBTQ kids and have a chilling effect on educators. I think that that's a lot of fear tactics and I don't like what they're saying because I don't think that that does any of that. I don't think that it's going to affect anything. I think teachers should teach. I don't think it's a teacher's position to even have this discussion with children at all. It should be a professional that only discusses this and doesn't. Um, that's my son. All right. He's not going to stop. And the computer's new thing has them directly right to it. You got to hold on, son. Um, I don't see how, first off, what it seems like is that they're against parents having a choice. That's where I draw the line. You cannot tell me what I don't want my kid to learn. Sorry. No, you're not. Um, I don't think that this has any effect on educators. I think educators are there to educate, and I don't see how this is education. I think this should be a separate class, honestly, and, and it should be designated specifically because this ostracizes those kids. It shouldn't be just splattered all over the place. I think it should be taught to those that are curious, and I think that it should be a protected class, definitely. And when I say protected class, I mean just don't make them look like they're different. You know, there's a way to do this properly where you kind of just you just learn something new. Nothing changes. This makes it seem like what they want to do is have this be like some special event. And this is taking away that special event, making this more of a docile thing. Uh, so what's in it under the House bill? A Florida school district may not encourage classroom discussions about sexual orientation or gen gender identity in primary grade levels in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. That was one thing that they didn't put in. What was the age and then what was the specific developmental appropriation? Like what's the time period and phrase for me, it would be puberty. That's when I believe that children should be speaking on these things. And for safety reasons, uh, I grew up in a bad neighborhood where they thought that we would have children at a young age and we would contract all types of STDs, most likely get AIDS or go to jail for rape. That's just what the mentality was where I was from. So we were taught young about sex protection. We could get condoms in the office. Not ideal, but that's what that's what it was. But we didn't have classes like this. And they still ask permission before they just like you couldn't just go up there without them telling your parents. Uh, the group Equity Florida or is it Equality Florida, excuse me, which advocates for ending discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity, said the bill was dangerous and accuses lawmakers of targeting LGBTQ young people. <laughs> the legislation is meant to stigmatize LGBTQ people, isolate LGBTQ, LGBTQ kids and make teachers fearful of providing a safe, inclusive classroom. The group said in a statement, the existence of the LGBTQ students and parents is not a taboo topic that has to be regulated by the Florida legislator. I don't believe it has to be regulated at all. I don't think that regulation is necessarily something that we should be looking at, but I do believe that that isn't inclusiveness in the class. I don't know what part of your day-to-day -day getting a job. This is the problem that we have to define what school is for. School is to get a job. There's no part in me getting a job that you need to talk to me about my sexual orientation or my gender. We need to start agreeing on basic things so that then we can build. Because what you have is one side saying that they just want parents to be inclusive and they don't want this to be taught willy nilly. They want more of a structure, which I agree. And then you have another side that says, oh, my God, they're villainizing us and they're making us. I don't see any of that. Uh, I think that we can be more specific as to the age. I say at 13, I say middle school to high school is when they should start talking about this. I don't think that conversation should even be had in the classroom until Middle school, at least. What they should be worrying about is teaching kids about credit, teaching kids about buying homes, teaching kids about working, teaching kids about paying taxes, understanding taxes. How about you really teach them understanding of our politics instead of worrying about things that won't make them money or make them productive people in society? At the end of the day, school is just to get a job. School in America is falling apart. As far as I'm concerned, the school system in America has been shit for the past 30 years and probably about say 50 50 years because after the 70s we fell the fuck apart 
It's embarrassing. You should not be able to take the right away from the parents, nor should you make any child feel any type of way because of whatever their life takes them through. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I, this is such a hard, this is so hard. It's so hard. It's so, so hard. But that's the story. That's today's show. Comment below if I should watch Euphoria. Let me know what you, what you think. Let me know. My name is Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. One.